is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? In the, in the bridge position. Yes, it's sir. phenomenal. Yes, sir. Hey, you, know. you just heard a little bit of inside uh, inside talk here. Welcome to 2021. <laughs> For our Patreon supporters. That's right. Absolutely. That's, that's some extra stuff there. Hey, my name's <laughs> Josephy Frisch. Early Gates, super strats, baby. We're coming at uh, coming at you on 91.1 WDBX, beautiful downtown Carbondale. We are recording in the ancestral lands of the Kickapoo, Peoria, Illini, and Miami ancestral tribes. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> I was going to say, do we ever? Yeah, we do. Holy <laughs> crap. I don't know what's happening out there. All right, man. You, you, you can kill the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a whole bit about junkyard dogs, and you just, you, you just killed it. <laughs> I just stepped all over it, huh? You mean the wrestler? Junkyard dog? I love the junkyard dog. Another one bites dust. <laughs> JYD himself? JYD himself. That's right. Yeah. Can't, can't go wrong with JYD. Um <laughs> Hey, we got lots to talk about. Doc is back with us. Uh, he was, I don't know, another secret society thing. I don't want to. <laughs> can't talk about it. I don't want to just... pry too much. I might get in trouble, get my hands smacked there. Hey, uh, he's another back. Another house call for somebody with an existential crisis. That's right. <laughs> they watched too many Terrence Malick movies in a row. Hey, <laughs> oh my God. Out there is the other learned man, a deuce. We got Shark back with us. What's going on, everybody? Doctor. Doctor. I got a dry nose today. I'm not uh, on the on the world famous Sheller cocaine. I uh, <laughs> well, it's 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 a little cool and dry for that this time of year. It is uh, something's in, going in on. I got parts, a, isn't it? I got a weird uh, weird nose thing going on. Usually don't have. Hey man, I don't want to say anything. That's how my flu started with nose and throat tickles. Uh oh. Well, huh. this is uh, not so much a tickle, more of a uh, fisting. <laughs> What? I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for you guys. You know, I'm I'm dealing with like the standard, you know, like malaria and dysentery, you know, <laughs> right, known right. and tried and true diseases. You know, they got um, they know what those you know? are. They know what you're working with. Yeah, right. Yeah, you you guys are battling all kinds of weird stuff. I'm in the man. dark here, I baby. I, I feel for you. I am in the dark. We have a uh, actor coming on later. One of our old friends oh, nice. is going to come on uh, halfway the show. He's got some uh, he's got some problems he wants to talk about with us. There's lots to talk Does about. He, oh, go ahead. Issues. Issues. Does he know this is not the place to bring your problems? Apparently not. Apparently not. He's upset with uh, Sesame Street, of all things. Um, oh, boy. Uh, mm. Anyway. Uh, that, we got, has that ever ended well for anybody? Has anybody <laughs> ever gotten mad at Sesame Street and been like, and Sesame Street was like, you know what? You're right. We suck. <laughs> We're, we did that. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's kind of like the like if you want to pick a fight, you're going to lose. Sure, Sesame Street's your that, try, that's, try that's your this uh, fifty year old beloved institution. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll talk to him. I don't know what his problem is. Um, let's see what else we got. Rob, have you finished uh, the Sandman? I have not finished Sandman. Uh, okay, so let's let's do a recap because I was ill and that allowed me to do a lot of, of watching. pop culture stuff. Gotcha. I caught up on the whole first season of Reservoir Dogs so, or nice. no, Reservation nice. Dogs. Nice. Right. So I'm ready for season two and I'm excited. Beautiful. I watched all of Sandman. It was fantastic. I'm so pleased with it. Very I cool. can see why um, Gaiman was like, someone finally did my work right. 
Yeah, well, he was, was uh, I believe, a showrunner writer just because he wanted it to be done right this time. Uh, I think I'm up to episode eight, I believe. And, um, yeah, I've really liked it. Uh, It's been years, I'll be honest. It's been years since I read the comic. Oh, it's been so long since Um, I read that, too. But for the most part, I'm feeling like, yeah, this was the comic. Like, it was, it's very... And such a heady comic, not something, it's not a Marvel, yes. hey, this is the bad guy, this is the good guy, no offense, Stan Lee, but <laughs> let's be honest, let's let's agree with Alan Moore here, you wrote, you know, two-dimensional characters, your, your characters had no third. Anyway, uh, compared yeah. to that, man, such heady, heady stuff. Uh, it, Jeff, if you watch any of The Sandman, within about ten minutes, you'll be like, well, I understand why Robbie loves this. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a philosophy, a philosophy show that looks cool. I mean, sometimes that's good and sometimes that's real bad. I like, I love it. I think Shark will appreciate the history angle. Like, yes, this stuff happens during World War One. Yeah, and then that sets off this whole series of events that dominates the 20th century into a shithole. Which yeah. is a really interesting way to play it. You know I what love I mean? so, uh, Gaiman's right. take on the world. I love Gaiman's imagination. I am always down yeah. for uh, if he's got something to offer us. And uh, I love the comic books. Oh. I, I did not keep up with them, but um, you know what I mean. There's there's tons of volumes of 77, them. Seventy-seven. I think there's seventy-seven comics that this is, and they've done the first sixteen in the first season. That's what I figured. Okay, that makes sense. They should have. I, I do have one complaint. It should have. I, I can already tell you. It should have been eight shows. Around episode six okay. and seven, I was kind of like, oh, God, how many, ep- how many comics are there in a run? Because they should have split them okay. up so this to is, an this episode is because there's weird. too many eps. I've told everybody I've, that's watched it, mm-hmm. it's like the first five episodes is a season, and then six through ten is another season. Yes, that's very true. That is true. They could, you know, and it's, they, they could have just crammed six and seven so far together yeah uh, they could have yeah. cut out a lot they were in that diner for so long okay so that diner episode i thought was amazing what they did with it, it but yes it was, it was good like, but after like a half hour in the diner i was like okay yeah. guys let's do i think you could have cut 15 minutes off of it and made it incredible you could have trimmed your uh your your beginnings and ends your little your trims and your, your little tails on it and it would have helped a lot no but i'm not talking well, crap I liked it a lot. <laughs> it was very good. Um, I appreciated it. Uh, and yeah, I was glad a Neil Gaiman. I was glad a Neil Gaiman uh, IP is was, happy. <laughs> yeah, it was done correctly, basically. Yeah. Um, <coughs> no, I agree. American Gods started out great, and I thought they were going to nail it, and then they just I fell apart. <laughs> fell apart bad it, how do you have ian mcshane as one of your main actors and you still can't get your shit right yeah it was weird how quickly it fell apart you could tell by the end of the first season it was falling apart um yep. very weird very weird that that happened great people on it did everybody watch house of dragons i did not get to see house of dragons uh no i have okay, not Okay, i've seen it so I'm, I'll, I'll wait on that one okay good deal um now you did I, finally <clears throat> watch though you finally watched Prey. Shark and I talked about it last week a little bit. We're going to get your take on yep. Prey uh, and maybe have a little predator, okay. predator ranking, perhaps. Might be fun. Okay. <laughs> so let me tell you here. Let me tell you my very first because, thought. But that real, I, but, that, and also, real fast. Yeah, go ahead. Shark has also watched the other Predator movies, which I'm really excited to talk about this. So go ahead. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> to talk about this, too. I went ahead and watched another one last night with Aaron Brody. 
Hey, so, not, uh, not my least favorite by any means. Yeah, no, no definitely not. No. So here was my first thought. The first thing that jumped out at me is, is wow, you guys needed um, a better CGI person. <laughs> yeah, there's a few scenes um, in there that the CG wow. sucks. Wow. But there's some of it that's I mean, great, it, though. It's really weird how, yeah, 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 how yeah. some of it's it so wonderful. Like, and then some of it was like... like the stuff oh. with the Predator was amazing, mm -hmm. but the stuff they did with... Um, like the animals, sometimes it was bad. I didn't I mean, mind the uh, I didn't mind the lion, and I didn't mind the wolf. The bear was a little too much for me. Uh, but what was really <laughs> bad to me was when they would go to wide shots, and they the to me the village was clearly CG. Like they didn't take yeah. the time to build a village out. And those those were more right. distracting to me because like I talked about this with Shark last week. You can't train a mountain lion to fight you in a tree. <laughs> There's nobody right. in the world right. that can do you that. You can't. No, you can't. I thought so. I thought you did that in your new your upcoming film. Well, I pieced together natural footage. It took forever. Oh, okay, okay. I did okay. the old trick they used to do in the thirties <laughs> of real footage of lions <laughs> that don't match at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's don't. black and white. It's like <laughs> different <laughs> aspect ratio. <laughs> you just get the uh, get. What was that movie where the guy like he basically almost killed everybody <clears throat> using you know lions and tigers and whatever. Uh, oh, I don't. Oh, what was twelve it? monkeys? Wasn't I don't Melody, know. Melody Griffin. No, no, no. It was it was in the seventies and it was like you know it it, Alligator. it almost bordered on this. I, maybe I'm Night not of sure. Beastmaster. Uh, Night of the Turnips. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Beastmaster. <laughs> but anyway, just license that film and you know do like they did in the in those old '60s war movies and they, where they intersplice the gun camera footage. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And you could just intersplice like people getting attacked by lions from that movie, and then bam, there you go, darken the screen, it, you'd be fine. But yeah, honestly, Rob, that, that was about the, the best the. Biggest critique you could give it would be its crappy CGI. That that was me because then I was going to say after that, um, I don't know who this young woman is who was the star, mm -hmm. but she was fantastic. She's great. We talked about oh it. She my was goodness, uh, she was good. She was working in TJ Maxx when she got uh, the call that she was hired. Like she is a yeah, she's great. She's barely there's, I mean, like, there's hardly five minutes that she's not on the screen and she carries it. Yeah, and I don't know the names of the different schools of acting. You know, there's Strasburg, mm -hmm. there's this, mm -hmm. there's that. But but she made me think of like the old school less is more acting. Yeah. And I mean she did so much quiet acting yeah. that was just looks or gestures or the way she held herself. Yeah. And then when she <laughs> spoke, it had even more power. Because it wasn't overdone. I yeah, I thought it was great. I mean yeah. now I did text you guys last night that I didn't know that Native Americans spoke perfect fluent English in seventeen nineteen. <laughs> well, so here's but the that thing. Was a, that was a I read revelation. a uh, I read an interview with the writers and they said because there's no real record Who's who's gonna say yeah. they like they were so brilliant they could have uh, just picked it up that quickly and spread throughout? The Look, I'm teasing about that. I I'm a guy who thought that it was okay in Valkyrie to start reading a letter in German halfway through, <laughs> switch to English, and the movie just stays in English yeah. after that. And I and I suspended disbelief. You know, so, for Red I was October kind of was, was one of the best movies that ever made that transition. They did it, yeah, they did it properly, right? How do they do it? Yeah. Hunt for Red October. You know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. It, it really, really is a good movie. It's, it's a suspense. You know, I mean, it's a... I won't watch it, it, is, I won't watch it now because I don't watch movies with murderers in them. 
All right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I also there like, goes the naked well, gun. I was, you know, I was thinking about that yeah. whenever uh, whenever you were talking about. You know, it's like, well, we can't film a mountain lion fighting a guy in a tree. You know, so why are, why are we using guns on on set? Why are we using stuff that actually shoots things? You know, told uh, you, man, they look cool. I don't know, they look pretty cool. Um, yeah. Have you guys? I was also gonna say Go that I was a big, I was a big fan. Of how they portrayed um, the men in the in the Native American tribe, really looking down on her, mm-hmm. telling her to cook, yeah. tell her to do that. You know, I thought I thought that was really great. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was well done. A lot of it was well researched. Uh, uh, <coughs> very true. The Frenchmen were, you know, unless it came to uh, saving their hide, they weren't uh, the, <laughs> the most friendly folks there. <laughs> but uh, no. what did they care? They were yeah, just here to. Uh, to uh, what? Just trap some stuff and and cut down, cut some stuff up and and kill some folks. Uh, what were they doing here? Well, Charlie? they they were they were trappers. So so east, you know, like that's the whole thing about the language thing in seventeen nineteen. Um, you know, if you were talking about anything east of Appalachia, yeah, it would make make perfect sense that the native population was integrating with the English because that's where the English were. They were on the east coast. But the Canadians right. came down, you know, th- I mean, think about most of Illinois, um, you know, up north. Not a French-sounding state at all. And, you know, I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff as you go down the rivers. And it's, you know, and it's along those river systems because that's mm-hmm. basically what the French did is they didn't spread out and overtake the land. They basically used the river systems and trapped. But, yeah, out west where this is set, you know, the, the French, if there was anybody out there, it w- that's who it would have been. Right. Yeah. Now, what, I, uh, what did you think, Shark, historically, of them making the French so barbaric? Well, yeah, I mean, I I think it was great foreshadowing of what came, you know, in the late 1800s with uh, with westward expansion in, in the United States. But uh, but I also think that it spoke to the specific time period that they were in. Um, you know, I mean, I've never read necessarily, you know, an account of something as drastic as what you see in the movie, but it doesn't mean right. it, you never it read did, about uh, predators coming down. <laughs> it, right, 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 right. It, uh, you know, well, I mean, just you know that 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 the overwhelming nature of of that one shot, you yes. know, the field, you know, that that harkens the you know eighteen eighties, you know, the 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 extinction of the buffalo mm-hmm. and the railroads, and you know what I mean. That's yeah, not but, really. So did you, you know, like the twist? Because when I texted oh, you I did, guys I my did, first I did. statement, I said, "So the predator." Is white men white destroying man. nature? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because yeah, that's yeah. that's what. And then we find out the predator didn't do it. It was white men. I you know. Like, oh, yeah, I know. There we go, well, right? yeah. Well, there if we you go. know your if you know your predator lore, you know predator doesn't just kill things for for killing. He's got. They got to be harmful. Right. They gotta, he wants to hunt. He wants to hunt. He wants to. He wants that real prey. That fight back prey. Just like her, with her uh, made up thing she talked about. <laughs> Pretty good little story element there. Um, uh, yeah. uh, so shark, here's the thing I need to know after this, you watched because Hulu has, uh, not on HBO max, but too bad. Uh, Hulu has, uh, predator, the greatest action movie of the eighties with Arnold Schwarzenegger. They got predator Two. They don't have time to bleed. That's right. Predator two, uh, uh, Danny Glover, crazy, weird gang sci-fi. Movie. Wow. That one's weird. Crazy. That, that weird. was weird. Then they also have the Adrian Brody. Fallen out of the sky, Lawrence Fishburne, Danny Trejo. Uh, yeah, which I watched that last night. Uh, they had, really good, really good. So, what's your ranking here now that you've watched Prey, Predator, Predator Two, and Predators? 
what, how you feel about all of them. Let me know. I want to know how you felt watching that second one because that second I, one is bonkers. Well, yeah. Yeah, it uh, – like, you know, if, if I wasn't accustomed to film of the time um, – Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if I didn't know some of the stuff that they were trying to do and what they were going for, it would have been completely unwatchable. Um, <laughs> you know, like like you know, if I if I was a twenty year old and it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I yeah. just watch Prey, I'm gonna go back I'm and watch, watch these. Them. Sure, yep. I'd be like, like this is the dumbest stuff I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, um, you know, is, if uh... you don't have a yeah, it's hot take. I've got a. I've watched it so many times. It was one of those movies that used to just be on HBO all the time, and I would just leave it on. I have a real soft spot for it, even though I know it is just horrible. There's nothing good about it, I don't think. But I something about it, man. Uh, I can't turn it off sometimes when I see it. <laughs> if it's on, or if I just put it on, I'll leave it. Uh, I know it's not good. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Adrian Brody, Robbie, you watched it last night. <laughs> what did you think of it? I remember it being okay, so, fun when I watched it, but not you know. Okay, not so great. The thing is, is that one I've never seen any of the Alien Predator movies, so I can't even speak Me to neither. those. Me neither. First, okay, uh, first so one's seen... really fun. I mean, really fun. Uh, the second one's horrible. <laughs> Okay, so I was like, I thought this was an interesting premise Mm -hmm. that they've been snatched and thrown in this place because they're like the worst of the worst killers killers too, or something. You know, I I thought that was cool because it really up it ups the ante of what we know predators want. Yeah, you know, they Mm -hmm. don't want to just you know find someone easy to kill. They want a battle. Oh yeah, gave gave some good insights or something. Right, much Um, like uh, so. I like that. Yeah, but I have so much trouble seeing Aaron Brody as a tough guy, (laughs) 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 or whatever his name is, or Adrian Brody. I have a tough time like seeing him as a tough guy. He did a way better job than Danny Glover. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, How did Danny Glover get cast in that? I don't know. He was hot then, he baby. Hot. Lethal Weapon. Say, he was a cop. Uh, I'd say it had somebody mm. else was in it, and then they dropped out, and he was a replacement, if I had to guess. But uh, they read the script. <laughs> It's like what happens in this movie? I like how every in you know every scene that's not not at night, it's you know always golden hour, Los Angeles, you know, angle of the sun. Yeah, it's like a Tony um, Scott movie, but not uh, well done. Yeah, <laughs> it's right, right. It's weird. Oh man, well I'm glad you guys got in some Predator. Jeff, what did you think rewatching the original? Because uh, you told me like originally you watched it. You know, back in the day, it was like it was too sci-fi for you at the time. What do you think about yeah, going it, back to it? It it was it uh, yeah. So originally, it was kind of like you know, I wanted watching it as a kid. I mean, when when they come out, what 80, 87, 80, whatever, probably yeah, eighty seven. All right, 80, yeah. So like, you know, maybe eighty nine even. So either you know, I'm a kid either way, and sure. I'm I'm watching it, and I'm expecting Commando. You know, yeah, I, I'm expecting an, an action movie. And right. I didn't like it because it took a turn for sci-fi, and I could handle that. But then when it kind of like got into the horror, it was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm out. You know, yeah, I don't take it. not into that. Um, and now watching it, yeah, I'm, I mean, I have a much well, I, different I, appreciation, I, and my experiences are different. So I, I, it's not. Is it a great movie by the standards of of what I enjoy now? No, of course not. But on the other hand, was it? 
a good movie contextually for the time it was made? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, see, yeah, I, it's, maybe it's, it's just nostalgia for me, but I can put it in any day of the week. <laughs> I can watch it, and I'm, so, I'm pretty happy. I, 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 can, tell you, I can talk along with it. <laughs> so you guys know that I love Walter Goggins. I love Walter Goggins. Anytime I can get him in a show, mm-hmm. I'm watching. And so last night, I'm laying there in bed, you know, and I got to get up early and go to work today. So I'm kind of, you know, half asleep, half watching. And he's sitting there, and he has this really pensive moment. He's like, "I'm gonna you know, go. I'm gonna go rape. Get out of here. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do cocaine every day, and I'm gonna rape a lot of women. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what? <laughs> like what? Yeah, you could tell when I watched it last time. I thought, boy, you could tell this was not written within the last ten years. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you know, Hannibal, I mean, like, Hannibal sh- Burris's response would be, you know, it's like, hey, what if I just came for the pillaging? Hey, that reminds me of something I tried to watch. Uh, I used to be a big fan of the Spawn uh, comics. The show? And the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the show. So HBO Max uh, has the old Spawn cartoon. That's where it was originally on HBO. So I thought, hey, I'm going to watch me some Spawn. I haven't seen it since it first aired. It came out. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be, you know, I'm going to love it. It's going to be fun. And man, oh man, uh, I forgot that, what's his name, Todd McFarlane, he introduces each episode like Rod Serling from The Twilight Zone. <laughs> he like sitting, oh, wow. He's sitting in a castle, so it shows him like drawing Spawn, and then it, you know, and then it pulls out, and he's sitting in this like haunted castle looking place, and he turns around yeah. and looks down the barrel of the camera, he's wearing all black, he looks so lame, he looks like david copperfield in the 90s or something just not nothing cool about him turns and looks at the camera as if he's the coolest guy in the world and then we'll say something like you know life's not just about living it's also about dying this episode spawn's gonna find out and then he tells you and i'm like what are you doing why are you telling us you don't need to tell us any of this shut up no yeah i don't even need to watch it at this it's, point uh, yeah it's it's reminiscent of the last couple of episodes of my name is earl where he would come oh, yeah. out like in a smoking jacket and be like you know in the den with fireside <laughs> hi i'm actor jason lee i'm gonna tell you about this next episode we're about to watch earl's gonna find himself in quite a predicament with the fellas down at the crab shack <laughs> <laughs> Man, I uh, it turned me off so much I couldn't really watch. Uh, the, I couldn't get into the episode because I was just so bothered, and I knew that it was going to come again on the next episode. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to have to see him again. He's going to have to talk, <laughs> and it's going to weird me out. <laughs> it's going to weird me out. I'm going to tell him to shut up with these big round glasses that were so like 1994. <laughs> oh, it's so dated. I don't. If you know what's the funniest part about that is I thought you said Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's who I had pictured oh, in my no. head the whole time. <laughs> no, Todd. Because obviously I've I mean, not seen that. <laughs> listen, Todd MacFarlane created, uh, he's a great artist and he created, you know, Spawn, which is awesome character. Oh, yeah. No, I, but, I get uh, it now. I've, I've, yeah, 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 I've but separated like, the two in my mind. But I don't want, What I'm saying is I don't want to be crapping on him as much as I am because he's a very talented guy. <clears throat> Still is. Uh, but boy, those did not age well. If they would just cut that off the beginning, somebody give me a super Wait, cut. No Seth. Give me a super cut on uh, YouTube, somebody. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Let's see here. So let me ask you this. I hate to say this, but I think I fell asleep before the, the second one ended. How did it go? I don't think I saw the last 15, the 20 minutes. The second one, the Danny Glover one? Or, or not the, the second one, Adrian I mean the Brody. Adrian Brody one. Uh, Adrian Brody teams up with the lesser predator, I think. The one yeah, that's right, getting yeah, kind of right. beat up. He teams up with him. They find the ship. They kill the bigger one. I think at the end it's just him and the lady. And they look up and there's a bunch of more people falling from the sky. And she's right. like, oh, yeah. and she's like, what are you going to do? And he says something like, we're going to find a ship and get off of this thing. Is that right, Shark? Yeah, pretty we're out of here. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But, but mm-hmm. they're not, though. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It ends where it begins, you guys. Well, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I, I enjoyed it. I couldn't believe yep. I was enjoying it. You know what I mean? But I was. Oh, it's enjoyable. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Robert, it was Rodriguez, <clears throat> Robert Rodriguez produced it. So I'm sure he had a little pool. And uh, how, I think it would have yeah, been better if it sense. had Benjamin Brad in it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the doctor character by uh, yeah, what's his name? Topher uh, Grace. Yeah, that was so weird. I felt like they just jammed him in there because the '70s show was well, popular at the well, time or something. Doesn't he feel jammed into every movie he's in though? I mean, it's yeah. I, I've never seen him in anything where he just felt real natural. You know? No. No. Um, I was going to ask you, and I don't no, understand I that. I was going to I mean, ask you guys show about. He felt uh, natural, but yeah, that's about it. <clears throat> I was going to ask you guys about uh, about Conan the Barbarian. <clears throat> and uh, six, okay. in, in six years, he's going to be uh, public domain. <laughs> See if you guys had some Conan the Barbarian ideas to throw at me to write. <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? Yeah, for real. He that's uh, how long he's been around the character. I got some uh, short script visionette ideas. Um. <laughs> I mean, we can do anything with him, anything at all. <laughs> so uh, well, maybe next maybe now, maybe, maybe next week this. I'll have maybe next week I'll have you guys pitch going in the barbarian ideas to me. Bring your best well, yeah, to, bring your best three your best ideas Conan pitches. Your best three Conan <laughs> pitches, and I will pick which one gets made. Does he have to be? You know does, what? Right does now, does he have to be consistent? Where he's like seventy now, or can we pick any time? No, I, it can. Life? It's anything. Conan can be anything he wants to be. Yep. All right, so, Conan versus Predator. <laughs> Well, we don't have Conan, ver- I don't Conan have, versus Conan. First of all, right off right off the bat, no, because we don't have public domain rights to Predator. Damn it! So it's got to be public oh, domain here. all through. It's got to be like Wizard of gotta, Oz, like uh, Conan versus Dorothy or something. How about oh. how about Conan the Barbarian versus Conan O'Brien, and we get Bob Odenkirk to play Conan O'Brien? Hey, I like that. <laughs> I like that idea. Oh, uh, you know Conan's going to do something with that public domain of Conan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's gonna... What about Conan O'Brien? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I think I think that's the route. I think that's I think that's the anchor right now. All right, well, guys, think about it. Think long and hard. I want your best three Conan pitches next week, and we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one. And Conan the Barbarian versus Conan Yastrzemski, my accountant. <laughs> you guys are doing nothing but verses. <laughs> It's all just Conan versus somebody. I want like some plot. I want, I want why Conan's doing something, where he's doing it, and why he's why he's got to. 
Um, hey, let's see here. We, uh, we're about. Oh, oh wait. That's pretty demanding, isn't it, Rob? Yeah, I, I mean, feel like I'm really being attacked here, almost. I want a treatment. I want a full one-page treatment for each That's, movie. I feel like. Like Eastwood has turned into Thomas Edison all of a sudden. It's like we're like we're expected to invent the light bulb for him, you know. By the way, what about I need Coleman some kind of has contraption that's that... crisis, <laughs> <laughs> and he sits like in a monastery for the entire episode trying to rethink his life. That's not bad. Hey, you know uh, Conan in the comics, like he gets very. Uh, he he's like bipolar, and he he gets very very depressed when he thinks about all the all the damage and all the slaughtering he's done, but then the only way he can pull himself out of it is to go slaughter and, and steal and loot. <laughs> so well, let's mean, think. What have we had here? We, we've had Conan the, De- Conan the, De- the Destroyer, uh-huh. Conan the Barbarian. <clears throat> uh, I think then just How about, Conan, I believe, the newest one. So your title is Conan the Philosopher King, <laughs> and he's settled down because he's old, he's got a family, so on and so forth. We have, you know, a new young up-and-coming buck who has to go through his own set of challenges. Uh-huh. But the overall moral is is that, you know, Conan is having to teach that oftentimes restraint and patience is the is the better way to go and <laughs> use your brains, not just your brawn. And that's, yeah. Well, um, that would here's the thing, Jeff. Most of the uh, Conan books, the original... They start with mm. Conan on the throne. He is King Conan, and he's reflecting. Right. He's, he's telling stories of his yep. past, um, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, however, Conan is that has never been his, and will never be his philosophy. His philosophy is move straight forward, be an unstoppable object. That's all you can be in life. That's the only thing there is, is to go for glory and go for it hard and get the admiration of the women and drink the wine and kill your enemy. <laughs> There's nothing right. else And to it's go. 2022, so I'm thinking franchise, baby. So you've got to rebrand your Conan figure. Well, have you Maybe seen, have you guys daughter. ever, Rob, have Better you yet. have you ever read, Rob, uh, Savage Avengers, where Conan has walked through so long throughout time he somehow has gotten to our time, and he joins the Avengers, and it's uh, it's the Punisher, um, uh, Venom, Spider-Man, uh, who, who else? The Hulk, I think, and Conan. So I knew this existed, but I didn't know the whole premise of it. And it wow. is it is beautiful because like Spider-Man saying like with great power comes great responsibility and Conan just laughing in his face like no it doesn't with great power comes <laughs> the ability to slaughter slaughter more of my enemies and to gain women like I have <laughs> I, I gain treasure I, you are stupid <laughs> but him and like him and the Punisher get along great they're just like yep <laughs> let's, let's do this um but yeah, so uh, Conan coming up for grabs um, uh, out there for the public. Speaking of things out there, I now in the see public, now there now there's a title for the stuff I'm thinking. Conan coming up for grabs. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh boy, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, based on what you just told me, it, it seems pretty obvious the direction this thing needs to go. Oh no, I think our guest is on. Everybody, <laughs> coming on. Hold on. <laughs> No pun. I think. <laughs> yes, no pun intended. Hello. Hey, am I on? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can, yeah, you, can you hear yeah, me? yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. We got you. God damn. Well, son of a bitch. I'm back, boys. 
I'm not I'm not here to cause trouble. It's me, your old pal, Sam Elliott. How's it going, fellas? We're loose. We're loose. How about you, Sam? Loose as a goose with the shits. Here I am, boys. I'm hot though. I got a problem. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh oh. Oh no! You're I okay? needed. Listen, no, I don't have a damn. I'm I'm all right, I suppose. Haven't got much work lately, though. It's kind of weird. I've never gone this long without a job. It's kind of odd. Well, especially after 1887 or 83 or whatever, such a huge hit. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get into that necessarily. But boys, I need a, a platform. I'm not on that Twitter or you know. Facebooks or none of that stuff. That's why I came here. My good pal Eastwood's been talking about casting me in a role. Oh, really? Uh, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I'm doing that. I'm, you know, my next project's a western, and goddamn, it's gonna be a real western too. My God. <laughs> Listen, I got me a grandson now, a little writer. And me and the wife got a, you know, we got a babysit little writer, so we watch all the things he's supposed to watch and stuff, you know. And we watch that. That's just good parenting. That's just good parenting and, you know, stuff. Well, listen, I love the little tyke. He's a boy. He looks just like me. (laughs) Got a little gray mustache and everything already. I'm just just joshing you. Anyway, we watched the old uh, television there, and we put on old Sesame Street. And I got to tell you something, boys. It's happened. It has happened. Sesame Street has done got woke. <laughs> okay. Has <laughs> gotten? Like, like you mean it just These happened? sons of bitches, you ought to see what they're promoting on this show. I don't know what's wrong with this country. But the damn Sesame Street. I mean, boys, they got every other episode. It's just questionable at best. They have things, they have ideas on there like, embrace your mistakes. Mistakes are fine, they say. You can make mistakes and just keep on going. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mistakes are for losers. Am I wrong? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. No. Mis- I know what you're saying. Mistakes are for losers. You make a mistake. Listen, you work for me. You make a mistake. By God, I'm firing your ass. You're out of here. <laughs> Boys, son of, oh, it's okay. Make mistakes. I'll give you a trophy. Sure, here you go. Participating's just fine. Sit on the bleachers and cry. We'll still war- reward you at the end of the season. Good lord. Right, right. Mistakes. Yeah, embrace your mistakes. That's ju- that's just the first damn offense. That was the first episode I watched. You know what else they're trying to teach you on there? <laughs> what's that? So, so you know, okay. Well, all right, I've, I've got the score here, Rob. Yeah, yeah. What's the second thing you saw? <laughs> I got a whole damn arc. It was a story arc throughout several episodes <laughs> about understanding your emotions and being able to label your emotions. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you think people of my generation knew about labeling their emotions and understanding them? Hell no, you bottle them up, you keep them down inside, and you get to cowboying. Yeah, and that's kind of why the people of the generations behind you need to know what to name theirs because you fucked them up so much. What did I I tell you before? I told you if Batman journaled his goddamn emotions, he wouldn't be Batman. He'd be well-adjusted. 
That's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of that's true. Yeah, they like, got this damn thing that. on there like, well, if you're angry, you get this bottle full of glitter, you shake it around and watch it and wait till it hits the bottom before you make a rash decision. That's not how America was built, by God. America was built on <laughs> rashness and self-reliance. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't have a flying car yet. I watched the Jetsons. I'm still a little pissed. I'm with you. If we would have some more self-reliance like they did in the West, one thing I can tell you about cowboying, <laughs> you gotta be self-reliant. I think that's true. Isn't it? Tell me now, if something went happen right now, who could make electricity among us, huh? Who could come up with it? I don't think any of us could. I could, because I'm a cowboy, but I don't even need an electricity. That's how far I am beyond you. Anyway, no. you get the... Well, go ahead. You got a point to make. Well, I was just going to ask, how does a cowboy know how to make electricity? That's my point. I don't even I don't even need to. I'm just saying, if the world like stopped right now, you, got, you guys would be screwed. You couldn't do nothing, but I could do some cowboying. <laughs> I don't care about so, my emotions, but I can survive. Hey, they, I will survive they had, as long as I know how no, to love. Just, I know I, no, I like that song. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, I had a good old time. The disco <laughs> probably didn't think of me in the disco guy, but back then it was all the rage. It was pretty cool. I hung out at Studio. What was that? Fifty-seven, fifty-four. Or that's Heinz 57. Heinz 57. Whatever. It was fun times. I like the cocaine. I like the cocaine. Don't, don't get me wrong. Listen, they yeah, had one. Oh, okay. They had one, cocaine. they had one episode. They got this Afghan girl on there named Zari. And she's talking about women's rights. Oh, you got to give women their rights. And say, why don't you go to Afghan and tell them that? Why the hell are you telling me in America? We got women's got rights here in America. Well, they used to anyway. Not, when this episode really. aired, <laughs> not so much. No. Back when this no, episode really. originally aired, they had some rights. Anyway, why are you telling me about this? This girl from Afghan telling me about that. Go to Afghan and tell them you ain't. They ain't got no rights there. They need to be told. Not here in America. We treat our women like princesses. I, I think it's kind of about the same. Actually, I think they have about the same. Hell no, don't you say that. Uh, we treat our women like princesses here in America. Eh, we, no, we do a pretty bad job. At least cowboys do, unless I they're mean, we, a dirty whore. We can't even keep our... I mean, like, literally, the only thing that women are asking people like you to do are like, like don't get your dick out. And that seems like a really low bar. And and for some reason it's like no no I'm gonna I I can't I can't conform to your request. That's like, really? just a, that's a little too far for me. I'll be a beta if I if I keep it in my pants all the time I'll be I'm a beta not. cuck. Of course you are. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I treat I treat women with the utmost respect unless they're a no good dirty whore. <laughs> there was. What do you Unless. do then? Do you do you give them? Well, the, the hell the with Sean them, Connery, I, don't even, or what? I don't even. Yeah, I smack <laughs> Sean <around>. Lennon or. <laughs> hey, I got another problem. The goddamn Cookie Monsters. Oh yeah, you do. He's eating vegetables now. Cookie Monsters eating vegetables. He's eating vegetables. He called himself the Vegetable Monster. Can you believe that? You I don't mean, no. This is just I, beyond woke. I, but you've seen what's happening, haven't you? Right. HBO Max has removed 200 episodes. 
I I tell you what, uh, Sesame Sam, we Sesame Street. We agree on something, though. We agree on something here. Now, I'm 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 not necessarily in favor of Cookie Monster becoming a vegetable monster, because namely, celery should not be promoted. I mean, who wants to eat water with hair in it? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Jackie. Easy, Jackie. <laughs> oh boy, they had another. And you know another thing, I've given enough money to PBS personally over the years that that Oscar the Grouch should have a fairly nice, you know, two bedroom ranch by now. There you go. I'm not sure why why this they can't solve like, their homelessness problem. Sounds like this fella's on my side. <laughs> We're gonna take these son of a guns down with our wokeness. We already took 200 episodes off. We're coming for 200 more Sesame Street. Unfortunately, little writers addicted to the show, and I have to keep watching it. So I got loads and loads and loads of notes here. Uh, they had this one episode where they were talking about, well, empathy. I mean, they're just making up words at this point. What the hell's what the hell's this? Empathy? God damn it! I'll tell you the letter of the day: H for homosexual. And the number the number of the day is three. Because that's just like a $3 bill if you catch my drift. God, I wish I wasn't old enough that I did. That's horrible. <laughs> Hell, there's one episode. God, there's one episode where a kid's dad is in prison. Who the hell's that episode for? You know if a kid's out there and his dad's in prison, they are too poor to afford HBO Max. They're not. Nobody's seeing that. His dad's in prison. Wow. <laughs> some rich some richy cancel Sam Elliott again. <laughs> some rich liberals seeing that saying, Oh, isn't that sad? So, so <laughs> Sam, let me let me ask you, you mentioned at the beginning that you weren't getting any work. I did, I did. It's weird. I don't understand it at all. No, no, it's it seems like let me, it, I'll tell you why I shaved lately. off my mustache for a roll not too long ago. I don't think, oh, anybody, don't think anybody recognizes me. I got a wide upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Wide upper lip. You should see this thing when it's not covered by looks hair. Like, looks like Joe McHale's forehead. Yes. Unusually large. <laughs> Good friend of mine, Joe McHale. We did something together once. I think it was some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's I interesting is yeah. I'm looking up uh, Buck Cherry. I'm looking up your IMD page, uh, Sam. <laughs> yeah, and it says that you are you you have a documentary that's in post production. You're in mm-hmm. called the Gettysburg Address, that's right? And you are the voice of Ward Hill, Lamont, or Layman. I got it down. Sh- too. Shark, is that anything for you? <clears throat> what's the was the last Ward word you said there, Hill, Layman? Yeah, L A M O N. Layman. Oh, I'll layman. never play a layman oh. in my life. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. No, I, I don't know. No, no, he that doesn't. That takes understanding emotions, and I can't do that. Hang on, I'm looking up. Who is he? He might he might be the guy who preceded Lincoln. I don't, I don't know who that was, prof- but... I'm not a method actor. He was a self-appointed actor. bodyguard to Lincoln. I'm not oh, a okay, method actor. I don't do research. You give me the line. Because whoever opened for Lincoln... Whoever opened That's for right. Lincoln at the Gettysburg Address was like Vanilla Fudge. Opened, you know, Zeppelin opened for Vanilla Fudge. It's like this isn't gonna go well. Follow that. I'll be honest. I've never researched anything. If you hire Sam Elliott, you get Sam Elliott. I walk on the set and I'm gonna read it exactly the way you think I am. 
Oh, hey, one last thing. I got this one episode. I don't even understand how this works. There's a girl on there named Julia, and they keep saying Julia's from Austin, Texas. They keep saying she's Austinix. She's Austinic, Austistic or something. They keep saying, well, I'm like, keep it weird. So what if she's from Austin? Everybody gives her special treatment, and they treat her real special like. They let her have, like, bring toys to school and stuff. Nobody can take her toys from her. They treat her like real different, like, just because she's from Austin. Like, I don't even like Austin as far as Texas goes. As far as, far as Texas goes, Austin is the least Texas place of all of them. Keep it weird indeed, Austin. Just from this little girl. This little girl from Austin, everybody gives her special treatment. Keep it weird. Seems uh, like it's just kind of better off to let him misunderstand this one, don't you think, Rob? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to let him it out. I don't think correcting him helps the situation. Ah, uh, boys, I don't know what's happening in this country. You seen them James Webb telescope pictures? Oh, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah Man, for sure. done by the same guys that do Marvel's special effects, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I know, I know them guys are making them up. There ain't no telescope can see that far. Hell no. I, I live out under the stars on the range. <laughs> and I can tell you, so those galaxies ain't up there. That's a bunch of BS if hey, I ever heard Hey, uh, right you, you, you do it here. we're running Ladies out of time. Uh, uh, we need to do a section called together. Stand Up for Shark. <laughs> the shark. Can, sir. Uh, this is where Shark yeah. covers a, a comedian. Um, and whenever you're ready, you tell me and I will have July take it away. Wait a minute. I am ready. He covers a comedian. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Take it away, July. Hey, hey, Vegas, Vegas. It's great to be here at this roast. Dean, Frank, Johnny, good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. You know, show business is my life. Uh, when, I, when I was a kid, I sold insurance, but nobody laughed. <laughs> Transformation's been unbelievable. When I started here, I worked in a place where the sky room was on the second floor. <laughs> you know, I like being in Vegas. I, I love being around Frank. Uh, you know, when you enter the room, you have to kiss his ring, and I don't mind all that, but uh, he always keeps it in his back pocket. <laughs> so Bob Newhart over here made the claim once that I'm his closest friend. I've never met Bob Newhart. <laughs> Orson Welles, ladies and gentlemen, he's been a great star for so many years. This man was married to a great many women in his life. They're all flat now. <laughs> I get that one. He was a real fat son of a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there's no booing. There's no booing. If there's another outburst, we're going to let Bob Hope get up here and do his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he's not funny. What's Bob Hope doing in here anyway? Is, uh, is the war over or something? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh, Ronnie Reagan, it's good to see you. It's uh, I must tell you, it's been a big treat coming all the way out here from California. You know, for this kind of money. You better not, <laughs> you better not insult the president. You know. Pat Boone, one of our great stars, right? Has a daytime show. He's marvelous. The way he comes out. Hi, I'm Pat Boone. What do you do? What do you, you want a cookie? <laughs> you're making a fool of yourself, and you're going nowhere, pal. And I'm a friend. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Carson, my old pal, it's so good to see you. I didn't know you were still on. 
Uh, Johnny, can I say? Can I tell you something though, Johnny? Can I tell you one thing? You've gotten so old. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Oh, Marty, Marty. When we see all the films you did, none of them were great. I mean, De Niro. He's sitting right there. He's one of the great actors of our times. Just ask him. <laughs> I like that. So I got, Frank's here, and I got to tell this story real quick before I go. A uh, story about uh, about Frank Sinatra. So Sinatra's headlined at the Sands, and uh, and I was with this girl having dinner in the lounge, and and she wasn't anybody I'd bring home to my mother, you know. But I really wanted to score big, and Frank was in the lounge at his table with Lena Horne and some other celebrities and all his security guards, and and my date says, "My God, there's Frank Sinatra. Do you know him?" And I said, "Sure, he's a friend of mine." You know, which he was, but I made it sound like my whole life, like we're brothers. You know, she didn't believe me, so I said, "Wait here, sweetheart." And I went over to Frank's table. He says, "What do you want, Bullethead?" <laughs> that was his nickname for me. I told him I was trying to impress this girl, and when he'd do me a very big favor, come over and just say hello. And he said, "For you, Bullethead, I'll do it." So five minutes later, Sinatra strode over and says, "Don, how the hell are you?" So I looked up and I said, not now, Frank, can't you see I'm with somebody? Thank you, folks. That's my time. I'm out of here. That was a great one. <laughs> Nobody can do comedy like that anymore because of cancel culture. <laughs> oh, there it was. I knew it was coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, so that was Rickles, right? That was Don It Rickles, was, it was. Great. It was. <laughs> No, I didn't mind that. giving it giving it away in the story because it was pretty obvious from the get go. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was great. I enjoyed every bit. I I wasn't even laughing as much because I was too busy like enjoying the craftsmanship. <laughs> like I love the way he did jokes. You know what I mean? Like I just love. Yeah, them. I, it was good. It was good. Yeah, and well, and I and it wasn't nearly as difficult as what you would think to pick out. Just some good classic Rickles jokes that didn't have any of the do that, flavor uh, on it. How you come know? you didn't do that joke where he points to the Korean guy in the crowd and says, I spent 12 years looking being. for your That's grandpa why. in the jungle. <laughs> oh, boy. Because I'm a decent human being. That was being. one of That's my why. favorite jokes he did. And it's not 1962. Remember when he said, hey, Obama, I thought you were in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool moment, right? Well, I heard you no. get your feathers ruffled a little bit when uh, Don was roasting Ronald Reagan for a second. I got I got real worried. I thought he was going to talk bad about the President of the United States of America. Like oh, he 40 did. years like, ago, man. Like he talked about everybody bad. Doesn't that matter. Was, yeah, president, his whole thing. You, you got to be nice to a president. Dead, long gone, present day, whatever. So you're, so you're nice about uh, President Obama and President Clinton and Sure, 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 sure. Listen, I know Obama wasn't... <laughs> I don't count him because he wasn't born here. <laughs> Jesus. You know what, I, I, Robbie, I kind of have a feeling that if, if Sam actually knew anything about non-Rickles, he probably wouldn't like him much either. <laughs> That's probably true. That's not true. I, listen, I don't like comedy. I did like... Uh, I was friends with Dennis Larry. We used to do some cocaine together. <laughs> <laughs> that's I want about, meat. Meat, about, meat, 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 about meat, as, meat, uh, smoke, much, smoke cigarettes, meat. That's about as much comedy as I know. But I like Rickles just because I, just I know just because I know you can't tell jokes like that anymore. I use it in talking points. What are you talking about? I just did. I just told I just uh, did well, it. Well you guys made fun of ones. When uh, I, I told Don a couple Rickles that material. I liked. I told a couple I liked. You guys didn't seem to take them. <laughs> didn't seem to get uh, yeah, because, of, because it 
coming from you and coming from Don Rickles is coming from two wildly different places. <laughs> oh, remember that? Yeah, he would. I remember he used to make a special point to point out his black friend in the band. <laughs> Every show. I'm just trying to point out to you guys, maybe Don Rickles, not the greatest guy you think he is. Listen, uh, uh, don't you guys have something else to do before I get off here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got a review, I think, from uh, uh, Robbie's got a review from one of our favorite guys. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. We're, we're, then we're out of time, and Sam, you got to go because we're on the radio. Yeah, this is hot got... off the teletype. All right, sweet. All right, so here we go. It probably won't take very long for you to figure out who this is. Here's to cooking delicious grits and taking suspicious shits. <laughs> Am I right, boys? <laughs> Boy, I don't like grits. They're sandy as can be. <laughs> the bigger, the better. Sometimes I wait and hold it for days and days just to build the mass, volume, and length of my stool. Go big or go home. Am I right, boys? <laughs> I know what he's talking about. You eat a lot of beans out in the range sometimes. <laughs> Here's to going home and getting some dome. <laughs> <laughs> you notice you don't hear that phrase dome anymore? I don't even really know what it means. Zoomers aren't bringing that back with the 90s renaissance. <laughs> They're bringing everything back but ho, dome, and cargo pants. <laughs> They didn't make the uh, the resurgence either. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> classic Jackie. <laughs> Here's to his non sequitur to follow. Here we go. Here's to keeping the pastor waiting on Sunday, and to keeping the masturbating for my fun day. <laughs> Am I right, boys? <laughs> that was good. Jackie. Did you know that in the 1940s, the term masturbates was replaced with homosexuals in the Bible? Yes, I did know that. It's yeah. true. <laughs> I guess there were too many spankers in the congregation for it to be a sin. It's kind of like lies today. Yikes. Wow, Jackie. In the dark. He is. And by the way, he really is hitting it hard. Here's to stroking off the entire congregation <laughs> and to me ass fucking all them churchy Caucasians just Ooh. to make sure they're not of a certain persuasion. <laughs> Am I right, boys? Uh, no, Ooh. I don't know. No. I say no. that's a that's a British level rhyme right there. Yeah, <laughs> there was some serious stuff going on you there. You're as wrong as Sam Elliott's been on the show. Now here's what's fascinating. Jackie could write for the mirror. Now look what he does. Am I right, boys? I know I'm not. I am happy Autumn's on its way, though. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're with you. We took the turn. Yep. I know it's weird, but fall is my favorite season. You ever notice nearly, one, nearly everyone says that? Then by a definition, it's not that weird. It's literally 75% of people's answer to the question. Sorry about the tangent. <laughs> Here's to the upcoming fall, to corn mazes and pumpkin patches, to chilly evenings and warm cider, and me meeting your mom and putting something warm inside her. <laughs> Am I right, boys? No. Now listen to this. We have a I new bet Jackie shops here. at Dickens, Dickens Orchard. Yeah, Dickens Cider. Um, uh, there's nothing like Dickens Cider. Okay, so... 
Am I right, Even the boys? preacher's wife likes a little dick inside of her bed. <laughs> I know I ain't oh. like a coal miner's taint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 22 stars, Jackie. Am I right? What's Johnson? that imply about coal miners? No. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't want people talking bad about coal miners. They're hardworking fellows, just like cowboys. Oh yeah, you've worked at a coal mine. I was no, just say, yeah. When no, we I haven't. From, but yeah, I played a, a us on that. I played a miner. <laughs> I played a miner twice. Oh. And uh, oh. I, they're, they're hard workers, just like truck drivers and cowboys, and I'm with them. <laughs> well, truck drivers, yeah, but I mean, cowboys are kind of like Santa Claus. I mean, you know that, right? I mean, cowboy, the American cowboy is more of a myth than a reality. And Hell no, I'm out very, there. Very, very few of them look like you. I I'm mean, most still of them are definitely up, not white guys. I'm still rounding up cattle out there on the range. <laughs> just, uh, just, still? Just, uh, just like the old days. You probably, you probably hunting the side by side. Well, yeah, it's a lot easier. Are you kidding me? It's comfort. That's the American way. Hey, by the uh, way, the American way, uh, uh, say a bunch of horrible stuff and then run away. We got to go. <laughs> We're out of time. And we will see you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace. Adios.